Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith who is seeking hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com. Many years ago, I had the chance to um, study in the military. I was a hand-selected group that was asked to... um, study something in, in a place. It was called War Academy. Are any of you familiar with War Academy? Uh, War Academy is an actual place. It's on a fort. What's the military base? Fort McNair? Uh, fort McNair, um, right in D.C. And they hand select uh, certain people to, um, military people, to go and you study different things and, um, and strategies and all that. And for whatever reason, I was um, in the Air Force. And so I was uh, chosen as a sergeant to go and to be able to... Um, study um, there. But one of the things that stood out to me the most is that um, we studied the strategy of our enemies. And I remember the whole time there, I'm thinking that if we do this as humans, can you imagine how much more the devil does this? That he studies and he knows exactly how to get us discouraged. He knows how to bring us down. I mean, and there's a science to this thing. I mean, we were tested on and all this stuff. And once again, if a man can know that, and stuff would be so predictable. One of the strategies that I think that the devil uses for all of us, and there's many of them, but there's a couple that are universal. And, and I want to talk about one tonight. And the strategy that I think that he wants us to get discouraged about is this, feeling sorry for ourselves. That is what we're going to talk about tonight. Feeling sorry for ourselves. And the thing is that if you think about a situation long enough, you have a reason to feel sorry for yourself. Now, if you thought that that was the end of it, then you really have a reason to feel sorry for yourself. But as a believer, we do not have to feel sorry for ourselves because there is a higher power that sits up high but looks down low. And he says that if you're going through something, there is a reason for it because I know that in the end, that's going to make you a better person. And you have to believe that that no matter what you go through, whether it's relationship stuff, whether it's financial things, that God allows you to experience that for a reason. There's a lesson in there that he wants you to learn. Because if you just start focusing on your situation, you're going to really just start feeling worse and worse about your thing, your situation. But you got to let it go and turn it over to God. One of my heroes, she lived, well, she was born in 1820. She died in 1915. If there was ever a reason why a person could feel sorry for themselves, it was her. 
She loved her family, loved God, but at age six, she completely lost her sight. Blind. Many of you are familiar with Ray Charles, and you remember the movie Ray that came out. One of Ray's mother's inspiration was this lady. Look it up. So when Ray went blind, his mother would always say, don't be anybody's fool. Don't feel sorry for yourself. And if you saw the movie, she made him do stuff just like every other kid. And that, once again, was based upon this situation. Well, at age 12, her parents sent her to school. And it was during that period that she fell in love with Jesus Christ. And she refused to let her situation define her. She went on to write music for the Lord. And we wonder how in the world, if you have such a bad situation, we have to understand that in these days, there was no uh, 1973 Disability Act that you had to treat people a certain way. No. But she didn't let her situation define her. Does anyone know who I'm talking about? Fanny Crosby. And let's have a picture of her there. She lived a long life. She married. Once again, people said, you'll never get married, Fanny, you're blind. She refused to believe that. She married a guy who loved her with, her whole, with his whole heart. She went on, Pete, you would love this, to write 8,500 published songs. 8,500 published songs. And you can find every contemporary Christian artist to this day, the format that Fanny Crosby started, the music can be traced back to her. Wow. Once again, because she refused to feel sorry for herself or her situation. Amen. Fanny was speaking in a prison and she would speak every opportunity she got. And she was speaking in a prison in 1868. And she was speaking just what we're talking about, how you can't let your situation define you. Even if you're in jail, even if everything is seeming wrong, it's not making sense, you can't not let that define you. And so Fanny, when she was done, she sang a couple songs. And then she ended on a prayer and she was praying for different ones of the prisoners. And there was one prisoner that was in the very, very back of the room and he was acting tough, like he didn't want to hear anything that lady had to say. And friends, a miracle happened. When Fanny got up to say that she was leaving and she was done, the prisoner in the very back room yelled out, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. Don't forget about me. He ran up there and had Fanny pray for him. Fanny was so moved. So moved. That that very night, she said the Lord gave her a song. And that is a song that we all know today.
based upon that person yelling out, don't pass me by. I want my blessing. And that's what we want to do here tonight is to let you know that that same Jesus that inspired Fanny not to look at her situation is telling you the very same thing here today. I have something for you. I don't care if you have sight, you don't have sight. I don't care if you're in a relationship, out of relationship. I don't care if people treat you bad, treat you good. That I have something for you. Fanny could have so easily felt sorry for herself. We would have never had any of the hymns that she wrote. And there are some of us in this room here today that the enemy has studied you and you are feeling sorry for yourself. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. If you still have lungs that you can breathe and you can still talk, you can still do something, he is not done with you. Not at all. We've handed some cards out to you. We want to make sure that everyone had a chance to get one card, two cards, whatever you need. And we're going to do three things with these cards. The very first thing is that we're going to give you an opportunity in a few moments to be able to bring whatever that situation, don't worry about writing your name on it. I wanted to tell you that earlier. It's not about your name because the Lord knows already. But we don't want you to leave here being the only one praying for that because we know that there's power when other people are praying together. We know that. And once again, the enemy studies and he knows that there's power in numbers and prayers and all that. And so he wants you to think that I, I can't tell nobody what I'm going through. No, he wants you to, the, the Savior wants you to share that thing. So don't worry about putting your name on it. Don't let that discourage you. But just write the situation down, what you want someone to pray for. And we're going to do like Savannah here. We brought some, some sisters of the church and they're going to pray for you. And when they're done praying for you, we're going to ask you to just put your card in the basket. And then the second thing that's going to happen is that these ladies are going to take these baskets. They're going to go into a room and they're going to pray over them. And then the third thing that's going to happen on Wednesday, WGTS has a prayer team that we have some of the most blessed saints from all over the city. And we've seen so many miracles. Kiki leads out with them. We've seen so many miracles with those those groups of people praying for them. So on Wednesday, they're going to take those cards once again and another group of people are going to pray for them. Because once again, we believe that there is power in prayer that God's going to release. He's going to heal. He's going to restore. And so Pete, I'm going to ask if you could sing a little bit of the Fanny Crosby's Pass Me Not. And maybe we can vision that prisoner in the back of that room yelling out, you know, I was acting tough. I was acting like I didn't care. I had that smile on my face or whatever he had. But when it boiled down to it, I know I needed Jesus. Would you lead us in that? Pass me not. 
to do is that in a few moments I'm going to have a, a general prayer and then we're going to invite you to come up and we're going to have uh, um, um, Teresa on this side that she will pray for you and we're going to have Preethi on this side that she will pray for you and once again we're imperfect people and don't even think because we're helping and praying that we're saying we're better than what you're going through we're going through our own stuff but what we do know is that I said in the beginning that there is power in praying together. Amen. And so um, when they come up, they're not even going to uh, um, take long at all. They're going to just say a, a few sentence prayer for you. You're going to drop your card in the basket. You're going to go back to your seat. Pete's going to be singing, leading us out. And we're going to just ask God to do something special here tonight. Don't let anyone try to make you think, you know, I'm just going to hold on. I don't want to go up. No, no, no. Turn that card in tonight. This is the start. And I don't care if you have to be the prisoner in the back. We're about to finish it up and you have to yell out from the back. You know what? I thought about this. Don't forget about me. Here's my card. I don't care. Bring it. Let us pray for you. After I pray, I'm going to have the prayer team to go down below here. 
We're going to invite everyone to stand, and then we're going to just do our line. In fact, let's just stand now if we could. And let's just have a general prayer. Dear Lord, we come before you once again as imperfect people with situations that we're struggling with, some of us, dear Lord. But Lord, we're standing in faith right now to say that if you could use a blind six-year-old girl to do miracles through her, to inspire people over the generations, you can do something for us in our situation. And Lord, there are some of us here who are struggling with our belief. And you knew that in the beginning. You said that even if we have to say, help my unbelief, that you will step in and help give us faith. So do that to those who are even struggling with belief today. In your name we pray. Amen. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9 in Washington, D.C. We'd love it if you came to visit sometime. We meet each Saturday afternoon at 5 at the Mrs. John Hopkins Memorial Chapel at Tacoma Academy in Tacoma Park, Maryland. You can learn more and get directions by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com.